0: god hi hello welcome back to awkward sex and the city i'm so happy to have you here with me uh so we can converse so we can enjoy each other's company um i hope you're doing well i hope you're feeling well yeah i know cases are just on the rise in a lot of different places but uh a glimmer of hope they are going down in New York City and other major uh, cities that were hit first um, kind of like last time so COVID will always be I guess in the background of this podcast um, unfortunately because yeah even I'm very sick of talking about it and truly at the my fucking breaking point when it comes to COVID. So done. I am so done with COVID. Uh hot take. If you are in the city, we have the first awkward sex show back at Littlefield. And by first awkward sex show I mean for 2022. And we are back tonight, January 19th, Wednesday. Feel free to come. It's a great lineup. I'm gonna uh, the show's gonna be so good. I'm so fucking excited for it. Um and it's just nice to be back on a stage again in a show performing again. It's just so weird. It's so weird how messy it at all is, um, and how so much of it is out of your hands when it comes to shows because, as we can see, the government is not coming to in any way shape or form help, uh which also means there's no government shutdown. So it also means, like, well, what do we do? What is the safest, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of places had to shut down their shows for like a good month in New York City. And this is not what this podcast is about, I promise. but it's more me venting of just like, missing the good old days of like like producing is always messy doing shows is always messy but it's like a controlled mess it's like a puzzle it's like a really big puzzle with like a lot of different colors in it right um or a lot of the same colors that like look really close to each other so it's like hard to align sometimes producing is like a wordle it's just like you really gotta think about those five letters um stop right now uh so yeah just sorry that's not anything that this podcast is about. This podcast is a solo episode. Um, Was not planning on doing a solo episode, but was just kind of, um, I guess, inspired. I don't know. I've started watching Euphoria, y'all. Um, I know I am late. I think I'm like two years late. Um, Holy fucking shit. I can only do one episode at a time because it's so intense, and I'm going to try not to do any spoilers. I'm only on t- second episode. I have fully... Uh, wikipedia the whole thing though because i was like my anxiety cannot handle uh these teens and i want to know what happens uh so i'm not fully in panic mode while i watch tv which is usually what i use to uh, decompress which is why i've watched zero like literally zero exaggeration um gilmore girls truly at least tens of thousands of times at this point um the episodes like if you add them up um But we're talking teens, right? We're talking teens. We're talking very sexually active teens and not always sexually active teens. And there's lots of drugs. We're not really going to talk about the drugs right now. We're going to talk about the sex because. The first episode of Euphoria reminded me about how when I was 15 and like 16 and probably 17 was still watching Blue's Clues uh, before school started because it made me feel like all warm and fuzzy inside. It made me feel comforted and it made me feel just, you know, happy. Um, (laughs) Let me tell you, Euphoria, Rue is not watching Blue's Clues. Maddie is not watching Little Bear because I totally watched Little Bear for a long time too because the sexual tension between Emily and Little Bear was fucking intense, right? I just wanted to know. It was such a like will they won't they situation. But I know like these you know these teens, these fictional teens are not doing what I did. And I was not a cool kid. Um I don't I still don't think I'm a cool kid. And that's okay. Like I'm not trying to be a cool kid. Definitely in high school is probably like I should be a cool kid to fit in you know because that's like what we're taught to do and so in euphoria you know you do have a few characters that have not had sex right and they're um and how that is handled and how they do lose their virginities and like what goes into that right and it just made me think of all the like the show itself does a good job at the pressure that is put on you through like the lens of your peers. Right. And something that I've found really interesting as I've gotten older is that like, I found out a lot of girls, especially uh, comedians that I know actually waited a long time to lose their virginity too. like myself included. Like I've talked about that in the past on the podcast um, that I was 20. And even with all that pressure, of like, there's like a scene that's like, you're either like, oh, what are they saying you for? It's like, you're either a slut or you're, they don't say prude, but they're just like, are you a slut? Like, what are you? Are you a slut? Are you this? And it's just like, there is no other when it comes to, um, it feels like portrayal of women and also what really happens for women when it comes to their sex lives and their sexuality and things like that. And it's infuriating because it's like, how do we fix this, right? How is in Euphoria, this like wild teen drama show filled with sex and drugs and all this shit that still the portrayal of sex and how it is treated amongst their peers, amongst the genders is actually pretty accurate. Uh, And this is a wildly... I wouldn't say outlandish. like That's not the right word for it. But this is a uh, very, mm, I guess maybe I would call like euphoria, like a heightened reality. Like this is not what's happening at most high schools that I'm, I mean, I'm 33. I'm assuming I'm not in high school anymore. But yet even in that heightened reality, that's still what is kind of going on. Like I got a lot of shit. I went to a party school and I got a lot of shit. Um, Sorry, party college, my high school. I was not going to parties in my high school. There was a lot of pressure and not just from the opposite sex, but from my friends, from my peers, from my fellow friends with vaginas of like, why haven't you done it yet? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. To the point where it's like, you're just like, I just want to get this over with. I don't care who it's with. I just want it done. And I do like... Not putting pressure on virginity because obviously virginity is a construct. Um, It is not a gift. It's not something that can be given away. Um, You're not dirty afterwards, like after you've um, had sex for the first time. It is a very natural, it is a very um, real thing that we all, well, most of us love to do. Um, not everyone has the same sex drive. Um, not everyone feels as sexual as others, but to be constantly shamed about whether they have or had not done it is, again, infuriating. And there is a character that like is dealing with something like that in the first episode. How she handles it kind of reminds me of, like how I handled my virginity of just like, you know what? Let's get it done. Mine was way messier. I <laughs> What happens with this character that reminded me of mine? a lot was the end result, right? So I guess there's some spoilers. The people find out, right, that she's like had sex and people are like, is this you? No, there was not like a visual visual evidence for mine um, in the sense of technology. But there was like, I bled all over this guy's, this person's like stairs in their fucking house. People knew about it and I definitely had to deflect and be like, that wasn't, me. Um, the person I had sex with was like, wait, were you a virgin? Like, why, why is there all this blood? Um, and I had to be like, no, um, I would run into people on campus that I did not know personally, but was like at the party. Cause yes, I had sex at a party. People definitely walked in. Um, I just went straight for let's check every box off, right. In losing my virginity, and they they would give me like knowing glances and I felt very ashamed um because of like not from losing my virginity like the sex was fun I had a great time I had a, I was happy with who I had the sex with but there was just that like oh I know what you did the vibe and it was hard to shake and it was hard to kind of control not control the narrative um to Control is not the right word, but I guess to almost like let go and be like, yeah, this is what happened and I'm totally okay with that. And that happens a lot with like show, like stories in my show, Awkward Sex in the City, and not just me. I've had other people say this too, but a lot of times these stories that people tell on stage um, are like really kind of like in the moment, awful moments. Like I was 20 and lost my virginity on stairs and blood everywhere and people saw the blood on me and this person and the stairs and that was like I literally ran away I was horrified like in those moments it was a horrifying experience and there's other examples I could use but then after the show like after you know you have time to process that's when you can turn these moments into something um more powerful maybe um and like a literal joke um not that You consider yourself a joke, but learning how to take that situation and and learn from it and be like, okay, like this is this is what happened in my past. And it's like totally cool. There are things that have happened in my life that I have yet to figure out how to write about. And I'm talking like 10 years have passed by, Um, even though what happened really, truly is hilarious. Maybe the person attached to it, the story, is someone you don't want to, like, talk about or think about anymore. Or maybe someone, like, actually broke your heart. And it can be really hard to process and figure out, like, how to make the funny funny. And so not only, like, with euphoria. So we've got these, you know, ravenous, sex-hungry, drug-hungry teens. Another show on HBO Max, I'm not sure if you've heard of it, called And Just Like That, um, is The Other Side, right? So we've got we've got the youth, we've got the youngsters, and now we've got, you know, our brand new Golden Girls, right? They've passed the torch on to the Sex and the City uh, ladies, um, just three. No, Samantha, as we all are all aware. If not, that's not a spoiler. They have been talking about that forever. And in the most recent sneak peek, so this episode has not come out yet. One of the characters is talking about how their kids caught them about to blow their husband. And two of the characters are like, wait, you still blow your husband? And I just find that fucking hilarious because here's this other situation. Another example, another huge icon, um, huge show that we all talk about um, that has obviously affected a lot of our lives i mean literally it is like the basis of my blog that turned into my show that turned into this podcast like very influential um pop culture things and yet here again we have women judging women about sex and it's like y'all are in your 50s like Who gives a fuck if Samantha is still blowing? Like, I'm not Samantha. I think it was Charlotte. That's Charlotte still blowing her husband. Like, awesome. A side note for, and just like that, I'm so here for this show. Um, Jay is unfortunately a terrible comedian and will always be the butt of a lot of jokes via the internet. But um, I'm very here for this show uh, in a lot of ways. It is cringe uh, and I cringe right along with it. but. I'm happy it's back, I think. Like, I know I've seen all the criticisms and, like, I'm nodding my head a lot when I'm reading these criticisms and I'm still like, nope, here for it. I'm here for this fucking show. Um, But again, like, here's this show, right? Here's this spinoff show from Sex and the City that came out in 1997, I think, and was applauded for its revolutionary... Um, take on women and sex, right? Finally, here's this show where four women unapologetically talk about sex um, and how they love it and, and all the things, right? Was that show problematic in a lot of ways? Absolutely. Was that show provocative and like did good things for women in pop culture and honestly, probably society? Yeah, I think so. I truly do. Um, I've literally written like thesis papers on this in college. Well, I think ultimately they were wrong about a lot of things. And like we as a society have grown when it comes to our education with sex and sex education and sexuality and genders and all of that shit. They definitely missed the mark back in the late 90s, early 2000s. But what was still created was a conversation about uh, women openly talking about loving sex um, about having multiple partners about all these different things. Um, so when I saw the sneak peek of, um, the next episode for, and just like that, it felt like a little slap in the face. It felt like a little bit of a regression. of just like, come on y'all, we've come so fucking far. Like, that's great. And maybe, and maybe that's just the sneak peek. Maybe afterwards they're like, the extension of that scene is them being like super on board and like, it's not as judgy as I'm reading it and reading it to be. But I guess just like watching these, these shows this past week really just made me think more and more about the Madonna and whores. Like you're either Madonna or you're either a whore. There's no in between. And, you know, even in Sex and the City, there is that line, right? Like Samantha's the whore uh charlotte's the madonna even though like we talked in the last episode with with lauren like charlotte tries shit charlotte tries anal charlotte's doing like tantric uh, workshops but she still had to have this identity of being um this perfect woman right and this perfect woman in her mind is not a slut and i guess my question is what is so wrong about being a fucking slut like it's great. Sex is great. And I think ultimately that is what, it's what I like. And I think what I'm struggling with, with euphoria, because, you know, there's definitely like, there's a lot of sexual active teens. And I want to see more praise for the slut. I think like the general slut, the general you, the general slut, because we're still still, there's just so much slut shaming. There's just so much shaming for any person who is having sex, has had sex, has had sex well taped. Yeah, fuck yeah, do a sex tape if you want to. I mean, nudes drive me crazy, right? Nudes being leaked. Like, why should anyone ever feel bad for showing someone their body? Only consensual nudes is what I'm talking about. No unconsensual dick pics. No unconsensual any other type of pic. I'm talking about, you know, when like... Fucking Vanessa Hudgens nudes were leaked, you know, an invasion of privacy by this person. And, you know, society's just gonna shame this actress or this uh this star or anyone who has their nudes leaked. Like I had a friend that like uh her nudes like ended up on Facebook, uh, which is just fucking horrifying because someone was trying to, you know, like shame her or get back at her. And it's just like, you can't fucking do that. Like sexual texts are an expression of intimacy. Um I love, I love, I love, I love sending sex. I love sending pics. I do. Um, I have sent plenty of them to many different people that they may still have those pictures. I don't know. um I found one of my old nudes on my old computer. I was like, oh uh if I'm ever gonna get rid of this computer like I should delete those. Like that was my first instinct, right? But first I was like, oh, that body was banging. So I guess the moral of this episode is just like, I'm so fucking sick of the Madonna whore complex conversation. And unfortunately, it still exists. And we know it still exists because it's con- continuously showed shown to us via shows, via majorly big shows that are have the ability to change the conversation. And again, I'm only on episode two of Euphoria. Shit could super change really quickly. But I guess sometimes I get sad by these opportunities, by these like major shows to change the narrative. And maybe that is what all this is leading to. Um, Because sex and the city did change the narrative. Um, Euphoria is changing the narrative on things, especially glitter on your eyes glitter everywhere is what euphoria is telling me i'm buying a lot of body glitter i'm not because i'm too lazy to take that off before bed uh and then i'll just have glitter everywhere and that would just be really itchy because it would just forever be in the bed because you can't get rid of glitter but let the youth let the youth do all the glitter let everyone do all the glitter let everyone do all the sex consensually with protection yeah, that was it. That This is just kind of what the episode was, is about. Um, I'm just very intrigued to see how this goes. I'm very intrigued for Thursday night's episode of And Just Like That. Um, And I could talk way more about And Just Like That. Uh, but I'll save that for another solo episode. Um, And if you haven't checked it out, I'd watch it. Like, if you watch the original, check it out. They've grown. And I think maybe that's what kind of disappointed me. It's like the... The writers have grown. Like it's felt like they took some of the feedback from the original show to heart and and worked with that, which is great. Like you want to see the show grow and evolve. You don't want to see it backslide into old jokes or old habits, things like that. But. I don't know, maybe that's where the drama comes from. Maybe that's where how the conversation gets started or it keeps continuing to go. I don't know. I am unfortunately not a TV writer. I would love to be one, yet I've never tried to be one. So I can't be mad that I'm not. Yeah, and let you know. Let me know what y'all think. Maybe I've completely overread this um, and I am projecting just kind of my own opinions on it, which is very, very possible. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and again, if you're in New York City, this episode's supposed to come out on Wednesday, the 19th. So that's the first Awkward Sex in the City. Uh, Wednesday, the 19th for 2022 at Littlefield. Um, ticket links are in uh, bios of all my social medias. And I'll see you there. And we'll talk next week, guys. Bye.